If I were to ask you what your philosophy of life or your creed, what would that be? Have a good time all the time. A podcast has changed my life. Shine it's lovely to meet Yes, nice to be met. Come on, sit down, tuck in. This is not funny! Genghis Khan of womanizer. There's a big crossover between womanizer and rapist. I feel like yeah. when you go back into like the seventies like or whatever, Sinatra or whatever. It's <laughs> yeah, just exactly. like, yeah, come yeah. on. He wouldn't have a career anymore if it was 2020. Oh no, no, my goodness. Some of the yeah, the womanizing. Yeah. Seeing the whole rat pack, <laughs> just <laughs> people <laughs> protesting them, being like, you can't say that stuff, rat pack. I got home last night to my house, and my housemate Dominic had. Mm. Had two girls from Hinge over in the house. Like, two girls? Two, yeah. Well, one was the friend of the other girl, but they had met. It was, I got home probably like wow. 10, and they'd started talking at eight on Hinge. My God. And then they were already over. But then See, two of them, as in like one for kind of support? She was there for support. She okay. was kind of getting a bit awkward because she was like, yeah. I don't really know what I'm doing. She, and she was like a bit anxious about it. She kept oh saying, I'm God. very anxious. And was Dominic like, Sam's going to come home and smooth this whole thing over? Mm. I don't know. Were if, you relied upon to talk to the other one? He was kind of like, it would be awesome if you were here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just handing out I'm, condoms and pamphlets. <laughs> quite frankly, in over my head here. There were a few <laughs> other people there, so it was okay. Yeah, okay. But, um, like a gathering. Yeah, but it was awesome. I was chatting to the girl. Her name was Charlotte. She was mm. um, British, English. Is this the 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 friend? Yeah, I uh, know. This is this the, is the, the girl this in is question the, who had the profile. This is the romantic one yep. in, in terms of her and Dom. Sure. And uh, she was like, I know it's, it felt like an episode of Love Island, actually, because she was like, I know it's only early. We just met, but I've got really good vibes with Dom. Oh, my God. She, she's like, we've got similar interests. Fingers crossed. I know it's early, but I, th- I really think this could be a thing. And so like, she thought you were the front of camera. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, she just so. sat on the couch Such. and talked at you. <laughs> was like, big brothers, invite me into the room. <laughs> Hope I don't get invited out. Oh my god! Imagine if reality TV has actually warped our perception of reality yeah. to that degree, where people are doing because that seems like such an artificial thing in those shows. It's like you're watching the action and then they're reflecting on it immediately. You're like, "When's this? This must have been filmed afterwards." Mm. They're like remembering how they felt, but she's doing it in real she time. She's doing it real Pumping time. Oh man, to me. there's probably all sorts of people like because of The Bachelor, who's like, "This is how dating works." Like, <laughs> I have yeah. to compete totally. with sixteen other girls. We all throw each other under the bus, and at the end, he gives me a plastic flower. Exactly. Because we're not growing roses every week at Bachelor HQ. She's she's coming over, she's like, beautiful house, where's the host? I don't understand who's the host. You walk in, she's like, Some guy just starts walking down the stairs being like, I'm glad you could meet Sam Taunton's houseman. That's it. I pop a suit on. Exactly. Have you seen Love on the Spectrum yet? Oh, I've only seen a few little episodes You've of it. You've seen a few? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. Have you watched it, Jamie? No. I so you were not. in it, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I've, li- I've lived it, brother. I don't, I don't need to go back. It's been, it's been 20 years. <laughs> I've been sexually active. No, Where it hasn't. I no, wait. That would mean I was sexually active at yeah, yeah, yeah. 14. <laughs> no, no, no. Just backtrack for one second. Yeah, 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 yeah. You were trying to be self-deprecating, but it accidentally turned into a brag. <laughs> yeah, I hate it when yeah. that happens. That's the, the art of comedy by Jamie exactly. Kirk. <laughs> But um, in that, they do the, like similar format. They're on dates, and then um, they'll have a, a, a few, like them individually talking to the camera in the same venue. So presumably it's kind of close to where the date was happening. And there's a few times where the person's going, yeah, look, I don't know, there was a bit of tension about like, you know, that topic we were kind of arguing about Tarzos. And then the other person is clearly within earshot. Oh, my and God. And yells out no. like, no, we weren't. 
And the guy's like, oh, yeah, sorry. Like, it's they're not doing it far enough away from the, the reflecting is happening within earshot yeah. of the date itself. It's like, a, this that, is crazy. That, that's, the a first, that's a first season reality TV <laughs> yes, budget. Exactly. Do you know once in the same Put your room. fingers in your ear and just say yeah. la until it's over. <laughs> that's what it's going to be. It's going to be like us connecting mm. on the date. You know, where are you from? Oh, my God. You know, it's good, good to get to know you. Anyway, turn 90 degrees and just first <laughs> going, yeah, no chemistry. Absolutely none. Once I was at it, I'll edit this bit out, but once sure. I was... Yeah. So love on the spectrum, like wh- what is it? Just the Bachelor, but everyone is on the autism autism spectrum. I like, think um, mm. I would like. There's nothing it. special about it. It's just Beauty and the Geek at this point. Well, right? it's, no. it's just Geek and the Geek. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, so everyone's <laughs> on the so spectrum. So many beauties. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty difficult on the eyes, if you know what I mean. <laughs> No, it's actually it's That's extremely. That's the best takeaway from that joke. Everyone's like, it's empowering. It's yeah. you know, and you're just like, they're fucking ugly. Aren't they? <laughs> what are all these fucking ugly people? They can't even look at each other. They couldn't find anyone better for television. This is mental. No, it's yeah, it's like a great watch. But I think for the exact reason that we're kind of stumbling into here, to not be disrespectful, they've it's not like a bachelor format where there's a host and stuff. Okay. It's more just they go on dates and then you kind of get a vibe of how can't. they find their like, love it's, life. Like, it's not a competition or anything. It's like teaching yes. them it's to like, do, like ta- yeah. they can't do it. They actually I don't do know it. though, but you said like that's less disrespectful, but there's a bit of that that's like, let's just fucking watch these freaks go. You like, want to set them in like, like a if competition you have someone against like, each other. But no, not competition, but if you have like at least a host being like, we're helping these people find like true love yes. and they've battled through adversity, not just being like, all right, fucking get in there and talk about uh, totally. fucking Autobots and stuff. You For know? sure. Yeah. I think they do have like a narrator. Mm. So there's no host, but they do set it up and make it clear kind of what's it going on. It would kind of be way. cool if there was like a rose ceremony and it's like, what are your reasons... For, for getting rid of them like oh all the reasons I outlined in the date I can't hide my feelings at all that's probably why there's no rose ceremony because they're like alright well I've prepared a list yeah, yeah, <laughs> it totally. takes 45 minutes to it's read it it's like I'm actually just not feeling the connection it's like I can't stand the look of you um, I think you're bad socially you smell and then people that happens really they're very good. frank with each other it's awesome that sounds cool I kind of like that the, the frankness that's like a reality TV thing that hasn't been done because everyone on The Bachelor is always like you're so beautiful but like if I had to choose between her and her like obviously it's her but you're you're going to go on to great things you'll be fine yeah well there it feels like it's not actually about love anymore it's like just it's a game to try and get to the end I suppose to get, have like the highest chance of getting on like a getting a Today FM gig or something like whatever yeah. they're ultimately after Warnable so, FM or something Warnable FM yeah okay yeah. You're, you're aiming a bit lower because I reckon if you were, you started <laughs> on sixteen if, yeah. if you get top eight I reckon you could be like Central Coast effort you know they might want well, central well, pretty big do? radio gig yeah so you could get a medium-sized radio gig you can also be on the speakers circuit i suppose and just be like hey i'm from the bachelor if you're what a charismatic you? person if they love have... on the spectrum put them on the fucking chaser man not the what? satire thing but the quiz show the chaser oh, oh yeah that'd, that'd be, be cool as the genius yeah 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 that they chase again right? yeah. Take them down to the casino. and I suppose... Yeah, it's just do all the things that uh, the stereotypes <laughs> yeah, that yeah, I yeah, yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> Which this show is meant to dispel. <laughs> <laughs> the whole purpose of the show yeah. is to dispel. I'm watching it. the show just being like, I should take this guy to the casino. <laughs> I would love a few more quizzes being <laughs> shot at some of these <laughs> contestants. I feel like some of them, that they, they make that point that it's like, you know, not all um, autistic people are, uh, you know, prodigies in these certain ways but yeah, then right. some of them still are though so like mm. let's not take it away from them completely we need to dispel the you know the stereotype that they're all like that but let's not take it like say yeah, that yeah. none are because yeah. that's a it awesome is, thing about them it is crazy how far it's you need come. a Rubik's Cube like solved. did you 
when I was 13, so like in the late 90s. And now, were you fucking then? Or no, no? I, was sec- I was a year away activity. from sexual okay, activity. Yeah. I was prepping up for it. I was blowing up condoms yes, with my mouth trying mate. to yes, shoot them on mate. there. Perfect. But like that, like autism was just used as like an insult on network sitcoms. And then there was that movie Mercury Rising with Bruce mm. Willis. Okay, yes. Where the kid had autism. Huge for autism. Yeah, yeah and it was and just solved like, the, that The plot of that movie is so insane. But have you seen it? I haven't seen it, no. It's basically... The CIA come up with a code that is impossible to crack, and just to make sure that it's impossible to crack, they put it in a newspaper just as like a crossword, like a normal quiz, just being like, I suppose if anyone, and like if you solve it, it says call this number, and then like, so if someone calls that number, basically it's proof someone solved it. Yeah. And so no one calls the number, and they're like, sweet, perfect code to implement across our, you know, security systems nationally. Mm. They do that, and then they got a call from this autistic kid, and then they're like, to the two guys who I suppose were in charge of the department of, like, putting in the paper, which they shouldn't have done. Yeah. Like, if it's a secret code, why are you putting in the paper? Was it They're just like... Yeah, I suppose they were just like mm, flexing yeah. and they're like, fuck, this kid, one kid does, I suppose we've just got to kill him. So then yeah, they yeah. just have to go and no, but they try to they kill the kid. If there's heaps of autistic kids. Oh, exactly. It's like there's bigger issues here. You're not going to solve your problem just by killing this kid. But that's the plot yeah. of the movie. Bruce Willis is trying to prevent them from killing Oh, he's him. not the kid. No, so there's the kid. Who's Bruce Willis is not Osborne. the kid. Okay. In 1999, Bruce Willis, yeah. not the kid. I thought there was makeup. 1998, he played a ghost. And then 99, he played a little um, child. That's quite well, a suspension I, of I remember Nicky, Rick, Nicky Gervais. Nicky Gervais had a whole um, comedy. I swear he had like a 20-minute bit about an autistic kid, his neighbour or something. Sure. In maybe, I don't know, 2007 or 2006. Mm. And he, I don't think it was very favourable no. to the autistic community. That's right. like... That's post office where it's like anyone can do this stand up lark, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's and he drinking. proved it and he proved it right. He's he is box office gold. He's exactly. always drinking like a Foster's, a can of yeah, Foster's. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. He didn't want to go full stand up, so he just had a lectern. I think that was the only. And a few slides. One of the original slide comics as well. Oh, you uh, yeah. a man cut from your own cloth. Exactly. I know, recently one of your boys went down. Oh, it was it was hard to see for the slide community. Um, <laughs> a prominent uh, <laughs> slide, slide community. Slide yeah, community. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he's been doing some sly things. Um, oh yeah. He, he was doing some sexual assaults. That what's his name? James Veach. James Veach. Oh a, yeah. A real media. I have no idea who. Yeah. Real, real I have no idea who he is. Except and that. not reflective <laughs> of the slide comedy community. Well, there's only three of you. Gervais, well, he's a bit of a crook fella as well. Exactly. A rapist. Oh, wait. No, Dimitri Martin. And me, womanizer. <laughs> Dimitri Nothing Martin. beyond that. Dimitri Martin trafficked in slides for a little bit, didn't he? He, he did. trafficked in exactly. slides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had yeah. some slides. I think, you know, quite a few people, like... Get... Can I say something? I had some slides he... in my show this year. And these hour shows people are doing at comedy festivals, they're not online. You know, you pop along to some of them. There's a lot of slides. I got it as well why you got into the mm. slides. Because I would. I just had a few slides in there, which was kind of good at break broke things up. But my God... You could get some laughs and people... You can see people the excitement in people's face when they've got something to look at that's not you. Yeah. And you then you're not doing anything. You're just watching something else that you did earlier do well. If you have pop a video on there, you can go get a beer, go to the bathroom, come back, you still kill them. Yeah. How many laughs in my show a video that I pre-recorded? There we go. <laughs> that's only really the beginning. We've got to film the special then. Yeah. Play Dude. the special. How has the transition into slide comedian been for you? I, um, I mean, it's not too drastic. I think the only... Big difference would be yeah, uh, the admin of having to set things up and the anxiety of. Well, yeah, it I all think going a lot of wrong. people could see you doing slides. Yeah, I mean, it, it feels like it fit. Yeah, it is know? a natural extension is, of. Is that kind an of what insult? No, I think Tom's hilarious. It's yeah. the vibe of a. 
presentation kind of act already. You know, James Veach once showed me his clicker. Right. Melbourne Comedy Festival backstage. Oh, you've talked to him. I've met the guy. Oh, right. And let me tell you, bad, ne- bad fucking news, this guy. Really? <laughs> well, I was hanging out with um, our, all our friends, Sam Campbell. Mm. He had his clicker. Veach comes over. <laughs> clicker the to most the thing. Mine's bigger. Cambo's also a slide comedian. You could, yeah, you could make a, the argument. He's a slide comedian for sure. Yeah, so that, yeah. that is just, again, we're, we're kind of just trying to dispel Aaron stereotypes as well. on I this. I saw his uh, show, lots of slides. Exactly. But we're not just backstage comparing clickers. You know what I mean? We're more no, than you're that. You're talking about, you know, horrible crimes that you've committed. Beach <laughs> <laughs> comes over to see, I'm hanging with Campbell because we're in the same room that year at Comedy Festival. And he comes over and he's like, because I think Sam... Sam won the award that year, so I think sure. Veach wanted to get to know him. Also, he's like, oh, he's like, oh, show these me. British people they come over yeah. and they sniff out who's important, yeah, and you do. see them sliding yeah. off based Big on that. Like, 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 you didn't know that guy. He's last like, week. show me your clicker, and yeah. it's Campbell's just got probably the one that you've got as well. That cheap one does the job or whatever. Oh, let's. You're saying cheap? Yeah, was, come on, man. It was seventy dollars from OfficeWorks. There was a thirty dollar option which I didn't choose. You know what I mean? In my mind, it was the premium. What's option. that fucking thirty dollar <laughs> one? Thirty one is just a stick, and you have to press the button on your computer. Thirty dollars, you're oh. fucking Steve Bennett's going to town on you. <laughs> exactly, he probably <laughs> does like, know the different types of things. Oh man, he's been going at fucking people's appearances the last couple of years. Yeah, Did you see, like he is a Sydney comedian. He was like, yeah, and he's fucking bald, and you're like, that is that is <laughs> unnecessary. Awesome. And then he cut it out of the review later. <laughs> really? So like people must he edited it. Yeah, there was a review for like a Sydney comic. I don't think I should name his name. No, 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 because, like, no don't be but, sure. But, like, it was like, hey, he talks about all this stuff, and he, but he's fucking young and he's balding, a freak. <laughs> and, then like, and then, like, I That's think people great. push back and we're like, why are you doing that? Like, it's not his fault. And then he, the line got cut out. Did for, it, for context, this is a, a guy who reviews lots of mm. live comedy shows in a way that kind of no one else does because I think stand-up comedy sh- shows, particularly kind of smaller comedians that don't have a big following, it would be... Yeah, not many people are going to lots of those shows and spending the time watching hour after hour and reviewing well, them, not except a, this guy. Yeah, there's not a and lot. He's of, quite yeah, brutal. He's brutal. But there's not a lot of financial return in it. No, there's so absolutely that's no reason why no one is doing it. Well, well, there's one guy speaking about autism who I think has not necessarily is Steve Bennett on the spectrum, but I think he's got kind of in that direction a bit obsessed with the form in a kind of positive way. Yeah, and is a kind of completionist and wants to take in as much as he can and kind of rate it. Uh, which I kind of understand. Who's Steve Bennett. Yeah, I think that's his instinct. Also, he kind I of, like I, him, I reckon, wanted to do comedy. So there's yeah. a, there's some jealousy coming yeah, out sure. there sometimes. I think he's maybe pretty... he's proud of his hairline. <laughs> yeah, he's got, right. a, like, he's got a fucking yeah. mane, brother. Yeah, this guy's bald. And then post a photo reviews. of him in the review. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You should look more like me. Me. It's me, Steve. <laughs> That'd be a good bit Ball to just head. review everyone and just be like, yeah, it was kind of, there were good bits that were kind of like me, but bad bits where he wasn't really like me. I really feel like it would be... The whole thing would be benefited by being a lot more like me and what I'd do. Mm. I think he's a pretty good reviewer. Yeah. I mean, he knows more about it than most yeah. other people that do it. Because people complain. Sorry, we're getting a bit inside here. This but is so Yeah, I mean, how yeah. inside does this podcast get? I mean, this I don't, is... We don't really talk about comedy, do we? No, this is verging on that. But people... Shall we stop? No, nah, it's all right. Who all cares? Right. I've got one more thing to say. Comedians complain <laughs> about the gardeners and stuff in a comedy festival time. A lot of people that don't know much about it are yeah. reviewing it. I love them, the gardeners. They always love me. Well, exactly. You're... You... <laughs> Yeah, well, a pattern like can, doth emerge. Yeah. That can benefit you. 
But like people complain about that, but then you can't complain about a guy who knows too much. Yeah. I suppose you want someone who's seen two shows that year, so not much to compare you to, but a bit of understanding. I think football. yeah, yeah, two, three shows, just enough so they've seen a bit. They know when a guy that's seen seventy-five shows. Yeah, he said it must my be. show was the most average show of the festival. <laughs> Which is a compliment. In he a way. Did, he said one nice thing. He like, said, there are so many bad shows. Yeah, no, There's over true. 500 shows in the festival. Like, all, yeah. He called me an absolute pro. He said, uh, not, what did he say? It wasn't courageous material, but delivered by an absolute pro. Absolute pro? I mean, absolute pro was good. Absolute pro. Is that a quote? Oh, Professional? Maybe you couldn't take that out of it because it's followed the thing before. It's awful. Sorry, I'm challenging <laughs> this. Also, like, what, what, what's <laughs> wrong? Garbage material. I can't. I, don't, I disagree. Like, what's wrong with not courageous? Like, not everyone can be fucking Nanette, mm, you know? Like, exactly. You're not expected to come on and talk about something. 2021, the yeah. year of the coward. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Give yeah. Give us a break. Yeah. Don't what? be worried about getting in trouble. Yeah. Right? Be very cautious. White guys with statement. dating problems are coming back. <laughs> Exactly. He's cautious, but he's professional. I didn't know to pick up the check. Is it work? Is it not? It was extremely legible. Everything I understood, it was delivered in a way that you couldn't argue he wasn't professional. The slides were crystal clear. It's weird. I feel ripped off, but I can't prove it. It didn't do anything beyond a professional. Mm. I think that's the, um, that's, that is probably the next genre. Post Nanette. Post Nanette. We're coming back. I think you're right. There is like a, yeah, there's a spectrum there. I agree. Well, anyway, so Veach goes up to Campbell. Oh, right, yeah. And he's like, um, and he's like, what sort of clicker you got? And he just mm. showed him whatever. I guess the $70 clicker, the one that you've got. Mm. And um, Veach is like. <laughs> and then pulls out this like slick. It, like it looks like mm. an, an, iPod, like an iPod mini. Remember? Or an iPod, like a nano shuffle sure, thing. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was pretty impressive. It did look good. And he's like. A strap for his. Bicep, yeah. <laughs> doing anyway, bits on a jog. Hey, he's yeah, like Scalona like, Jane leggings. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, a puffer jacket as well. Yeah, yeah. someone who does lots of act outs as well as doing slides. Yeah. Oh, the they've act got... out slide comedian is a whole untapped area. <laughs> yeah, they've got like, yeah, Damn. really athletic. Between the three clothes. of us, I smell an award-winning 2022 show. <laughs> Man, I would kill for that. We're all in a lull at the moment. Dating is hard. In parentheses with slides. <laughs> <laughs> It is hard as a well, It would be comedian. cool to like, so often you tell a story at like dinner or something or when you see friends and you're like, fuck, it would be good if I had slides. Because often you have to show something on your phone or like. True. Imagine if you just always had slides on you and you could just. <laughs> this is it. the most. I think no, so. but I'm saying like, what how can I, sh- I, think can I turn my it? interpersonal yeah. relationships into performances? If only I had like I think a that's ex- But that's my life. Times. I've got to come home and entertain the friend that's in my house. Oh, on really? a yeah, exactly. So how did that go though? Ultimately. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I emerged this morning. And, mm. um, well, this is crazy. I hope Dominic, my housemate, doesn't mind me saying mm. this. But I'm about to go to bed at this point, And mm. I've texted my other housemate being like, Dominic's got two hinge girls here. Mm. And he's at, he's at the Lansdowne watching a gig. And he rushes home. Oh, <laughs> he right. leaves yeah. the gig, I think, and comes home with his girlfriend and friends and whatever. They come in. So all of a sudden now there's like 10 people in my house okay. at, at midnight or whatever. Sure. Everyone's kind of having a drink. And then Dom disappears to his room and comes down in, like, full pyjamas. Right. And I was like, what are you doing? That is a move and a half. It's unbelievable. Oh, like, my God. Like, head-to-toe in pyjamas. I'm like, what, what are you doing? What kind of pyjamas are we talking? Looney Tunes? No, I wish. Family Guy? I wish. They were, <laughs> no, they were like... Family Guy. That would rock. <laughs> Family Guy, full flannel. Yeah. <laughs> they Just were, no, Stewie, they Stewie were saying, I will destroy you. <laughs> they were flannel. On your bum? They were flannel? They were flannel, yeah, for sure. Yeah, right. Um... And I said, "What did you do this for?" And he goes, "Oh, she said um, that uh, if we we can we can hang it 
out further if you put your PJs on. And so he just, I was like, I think she was joking, man. Oh, my God. Anyway, so he went and put his pyjamas on straight away. Anyway, the next morning, um, he was, they weren't home. They, I think they, they left. What do you mean? Afterwards oh, no. in the... They weren't there this morning. Neither of them? Neither of them were there. As in the, the girls left? Or he no, went to her he place. was gone as well, yeah. He I was, was gone as well. successful. Okay, so it was a nice... Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. God. I, think, I think it's pretty cool. I thought for a second you were saying that there were two people there because because I feel like I've talked to women before or maybe one particular <laughs> Sam, woman. Sam, right. brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. yeah here yeah. we go. <laughs> right? Well, you talked to them without a slide, Gabriel. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're like, I've been planning to speak to some women, but I'm looking for to invest in some technology before I try. <laughs> I just need like a hologram yeah, projector like more, just yeah. next to me at all times. Just time. another bloke? <laughs> or a previous recording of you that you're happy with? I yeah. need another bloke. My hair looks nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah I would a... flirt with you, but I'm saving up for the $70. Clicker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, so his next click, year, next his, year. His click was like a $400 clicker, and he really put it in Cambo's face. He was like, man, if you want to, you need to get serious about it. I knew then that this guy, me and Cambo, he walked away, and we were like, fuck that guy. And so I think we knew. That is actually the worst combination of things because I feel like there's four categories of people. There are people that try and um, alpha other people, mm-hmm. and maybe let's Jamie talk Kirk's one of those. Specifically, yeah, yeah exactly. Classic, Always trying to... Classic extrovert. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Trying to one-up people. <laughs> Loves direct eye contact. <laughs> Has never played a Final Fantasy game. Exactly. No, even... We'll not talk about it at length to anyone who will listen. Doesn't even know what that is or how many sequels there <laughs> yeah, are yeah. and which one's the best. My Final Fantasy, one. two women at once. <laughs> <laughs> that's not even the Final Fantasy. That's the beginning fantasy before I move on to even more impressive things. <laughs> yeah, I've got, I've got slides that. document. Wait, no, I don't. My uh, <laughs> <laughs> click is $20. It's shit. <laughs> Um, I feel like that. Yeah, there's people that uh, try and alpha people, and then there's people who are a bit more chilled. And like generally, I prefer the people that are not trying to alpha people all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm. But sometimes the people who alpha people, that instinct, I think, it, you know, pushes them forward in life and makes them quite good at things. And often they're trying. You know, the the best versions of those people are trying to alpha people with kind of legitimately impressive things. Like they've done crazy yeah. things with their life, and you know, they're a bit annoying. But man, you can't really argue with their achievements. This guy's kind of the worst combination of those two things because he's trying to alpha people all the negative energy around that, but with something extremely unimpressive like a, a clicker. Like a clicker. It's like the worst of both worlds. Well, it's yeah. also like it's not like he didn't earn... You don't walk in and be like on the $400 clicker and they're like, can you show me some of your work? <laughs> See, you're, you don't have to like pass a test to get... Your problem with it is like you didn't earn that fucking... Well, he just had more That's a five years in. He just had more You've got to have a logbook with the like hours it. in it for the $400 clicker. That's now in the slide comedy. It's like people get like certain opportunities and people that have been doing something longer than that person that, you know, those people often whinge. They're like, you know, they, they didn't deserve that opportunity. Yeah. You're, you're saying they don't deserve the clicker. Well, they don't deserve the clicker. Well, you <laughs> and this other slide guys should get together and bring in some rules for the community. So like four years in, you get a certain clicker, five years in. It, I mean, it's kind of similar to the, I mean, then the Final Fantasy might be like the golden mic. You know how yeah. John Laws has like a golden microphone. You're like a golden clicker. Jamie sounds a bit like John Laws. He yeah. does. He <laughs> sounds beautiful. Those golden beautiful voice. Tones. <laughs> Bring in the Absolutely slide whistle to this as well. I reckon the slide whistle. Yeah, test. slide whistle and slide comedy. So you show a slide, oh and God. then it's like, and then I went to the shop, and this sub was uh, only five dollars. Oh, fucking, I smell a gibbo. (laughs) The highest nomination you can get in comedy. Yeah. I would, if if a new comedian told me they wanted to get into stand-up and they're like, what should I do for my first set? I'd say, do slides. 
Yeah, totally. I think I mean, it would be the it would be much better than trying to write a full set. I think I'd say try and win the Gibbo. That would be your yeah. advice. Yeah. Do you even know what the Gibbo is? Yeah, it's the shitty award. <laughs> no one wants. Well, it's um. What is it? I don't know what it is. It's one of the awards. Is it that for Melbourne weirder things? Yeah, yeah I think it's so. Well, like experimental things. Oh, but yes, how do they define what's the weird ones? I think from vibe and the kind of thing that if there was a slide whistle in it, that would kind of give it its air. Oh, yeah. I feel like the, where the line is is kind of pretty arbitrary, but it's like a vibe thing. Yeah, cool. And I I pronounced the um once I was hosting the awards and mm-hmm. I got the name of the the lady who's the Gibbo's named after wrong. Yeah, when I right. brought it to the stage, oh, it was humiliating. Mm. She had to be like she corrected her name and like looked how, at me. How wrong? Like not the f- I got the first name completely wrong. Like what do you remember? I think it was Linda, and I said Catherine or something. Oh right, okay. Well, I couldn't really just... read. Someone had scribbled it down, yeah. and, but apparently it was like something. Afterwards, Ballard was like, "You needed like she's a big deal." Yeah. In the context of the comedy festival, and you That's should have thing. known who they were. Absolutely. And I just oh, didn't thanks, know. man. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. "Oh, thanks, man." Yeah, because yeah. I wasn't worried about that already. You should have known people's names. Oh, man. That happens sometimes when you forget people's names. I, I had a... When I was hosting just like a normal comedy night, I think it was Mike and Hand, mm. and like a new comedian came over to me and... Because um, it's tough sometimes when someone's um, got uh, a foreign name that you're, you're not familiar with the pronunciation. Of course. That's when I feel like I really want to get it right because it, it's like a bit... Dis- then it's like yeah. got a racial... Um, totally. Absolutely. Yeah. You're Over-correct if, correct almost. If you get it wrong, it's like you don't even care. As opposed to if you get a like a... Uh, Anglo name wrong. It's yeah. People would attribute it to drunkenness or something. But um, so I checked with her, and then she told me the wrong way to pronounce it because her first joke was based on a mispronunciation of her name. Oh, that rules. Damn, of man. like people <laughs> always so say it like this, but not like this. But I made a big effort to go over and say, clarify how to pronounce it. And then her first joke was like, fucking mispronounced again. <laughs> That's so everyone's funny. always mispronouncing my name. Just Tom fuming at the back, oh being like, "This is going in the fucking slide." <laughs> slide number one. You're a fucking petty bitch. <laughs> Fuck you. And I bought the eighty dollar clicker to show people this one. That's crazy. It I felt would... wrong, but I mean, she just wanted. It's funny though. It's she like just real had... good. She but just like, she could have also just told you, like, yeah. this is my name. But yeah, if you so could do this, yeah. so I could dunk on you. My pride. If I was in your position, yeah, and she. Did tell me the right way. Yeah, my pride would have been like, I have to. Do it. <laughs> yeah. Now you've told me I'm not going to get it wrong on purpose because yeah. even though you've got this joke and I'm doing you a favor, it will still look yeah, bad. It still I'll, looks yeah. like I'm an asshole. But then the risk is the other way because that happened once with. Um, are you familiar with Craig Annis? Oh yeah, I think he does radio now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, I haven't heard that guy's name for years. I think he's, I think he's studying to be a lawyer now. Oh right, he's doing the reverse comedian. That's path. it. I think that's. Uh, oh. I think that's true. I think I saw that on Facebook. Where does he, does he live in Sydney? Melbourne. No, he's moved back to. I think he might have been Central Coast for a while, but I think yeah. he might be Melbourne now. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, and he used to do stand up, and at the comedy lounge once. He, um, I was hosting again. He came over and uh, was again talking about pronunciation, pronunciation of, of names, which is a normal thing if you're hosting for people to come up of and course, clarify yeah. how to say. It's actually say pretty names. stressful. I mean, with the names, yeah. totally. But also, like, it's and it's good, I think, to be told. But yeah. then, what happens sometimes with me, which frustrates me, is people go, "This is how how you pronounce it. This is how you don't pronounce it. This is the most common way people get it wrong." And then they tell you that as well. And now I've got like two examples in my head. They're like, definitely don't say it this way, yeah, but say it this way. That's the word. Then they're both in my head and I'm muddling them up. And he came over to me and he said, look, my name is Craig Annis. And uh, please pronounce it Craig Annis. It's extremely important that it's Craig Annis 
not Craig Anus. Because my first joke is about how it's Craig Anus. So if you say Craig Anus, that'll completely ruin my set. So that's mm. very important that you yeah. introduce me as Craig Anus. And then You're I've got there. both. And I'm up yeah. there, I've done a joke, and I'm like, oh, what's next? Craig Anus. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> you can remember, you're like, he, <laughs> you're yeah. like, he definitely asked me to say anus. Because, yeah, like, that's his joke. I had the word anus he a thousand want anus, times. Because he's going to do a joke about how I got it wrong. I'll get it wrong, is what exactly. I'll do. That's anus. the funnier thing, for sure. Like, oh, I'm okay. getting big laughs. Everyone's like, anus. Ah. Imagine if you only had, because I've always find opening sets really tricky. Mm. But if you did have this one opener that killed... Totally. It's so annoying, like to just have it just gone, and then you're walking up with like I don't have an opener. Totally, what do I do? and you just bomb. It's no good because of you. You're bad MC. Well, exactly, but I feel like anything that relies on others, chuck mm. it out. You've got to be self sufficient. Yeah, like, that's in this a world. little. I mean, I'm sure people have, up there. Yeah. Exactly. people have probably said anus so many times, but like when someone says anus, you're just like, yeah, all right. I wasn't going to get it wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Until you totally. made the connection. I would have said anus. Yeah. It's spelled A-N-N-I-S. Yeah. Like it's a normal thing to pronounce. Yeah, it's crazy if you get anus out of that. Oh, yeah. It would have never happened if he hadn't. A-N-N-I-S. He'd had it happen before and was like, yeah, kind of, I suppose, over. I've seen it happen. Like, um... Not uh, on purpose, like a mm. genuine. I've seen someone introduce him as Craig Anus. Before. Oh, really? Yeah, there yeah, we yeah, go. Yeah. Okay, and, so I suppose. And how yeah. did that make him feel? Well, I think that might have been the genesis of his beautiful opening. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. So, so like, I was up there being like, well, at least I'm watching history being created. <laughs> <laughs> like history that is still it's around. Like, it's the flags of Iwo Jima. Wow. I remember good. Baring telling me once that he forgot someone's name. He was. Um, Backstage at the comedy store, uh, like a comedy club where it's um, customary for uh, someone at the beginning of the show, someone's hosting. Before that, there's a bit of music plays, and then someone just on the microphone backstage just says, Hey, everyone, you know, get ready for the show, welcome to the stage, and then introduces the host, right? So someone just has to do that job. Yep. Yeah. And um, Claire Hooper. Claire Hooper. Claire Hooper, this was years ago, was hosting and um, said to Baron, Can you introduce me? On the mic, just behind the curtain. So the, the mic's here, and then the host is standing, you know, bloody 30 centimetres away. They're all crammed They're together. Crammed, yeah. And then the music starts playing, and he's like, ladies and gentlemen, it's a Saturday night. You're going to have a fantastic time. My goodness gracious, what a show you've got ahead of you. And the host, you're going to love her. Welcome to the stage. And then blanks on her last name. Oh, man. And then making eye contact with her about 30 centimetres away just goes... Claire <laughs> <laughs> just tries to make the and she's looking at him like what the fuck you fucking asshole oh my god it's rare you're that close to someone when you forget their name do you know it happened to me once mm. I was at um, I was doing a gig on the Gold Coast mm. and um, I was trying to bring Brendan Brendan Reese. Sure. you know Brendan Reese. Yeah. he's an English comic have you met Brendan Reese? I know the name sure yeah Great comment. He's head on. Sam I'm, doesn't. I'm hosting. I probably, I, I wasn't drunk. I probably had a few drinks, maybe mm. like four drinks or something. Sure. And it's the end of the, he's headlining. Mm. And then I'm looking at him in a theatre too, like the Gold Coast Arts Centre. There's probably 600 people there. I'm and you just, feel like you're done. That's I, the trouble. I you're like, off. Yeah. Like 30 minutes ago, really Absolutely. like watching all the other acts. It's like, I did my job at the top. You do mm-hmm. a little bit more and you're like, whatever. Like, Anyway, I'm just staring at him. He's in the wings. And I'm looking at him and I'm like, Phew. and I'd be like, keep it going. I'm just revving <laughs> yeah, 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 at the yeah. crowd for so long. I'm like, this guy's from, he's an international act. I've been touring with him. He's one of the best. You are going to love him. I can't hear. I'm oh, like, he's I a good friend. <laughs> Did you get a tattoo with him? 
Yeah, I did get a tattoo. We got tattoos together. He got his name tattooed on you. Yeah, so I he he did to remember. Yeah, he stick and poked you. I ended up having to yell out. I was like, what's your name? Oh, my God. And then he yelled. Fucking he goes, Brent. And as soon as he said Brennan, I was like, oh, yeah, it's Brennan Reese. And then I, I think no one realized. Like, it might it seem like a mortifying, joke. But mm. everyone was like, no one brought it up after the show. Mm. What's the tattoo? Is it matching? Um, I've got his uh, initials on me. I should have just checked my... No, and he's getting around to getting the tattoo of uh, Taunton's initials. He's, he hasn't <laughs> yeah, yeah. got around to hasn't it yet. Yeah, I can't imagine you with tattoos. Soon. I've got two tattoos. Yeah. I you want to see them after this? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. People <laughs> love them, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chicks. <laughs> I've yeah. got another introduction story. Oh, I'd love to hear it, a yeah. similar kind of theatre. I think it was at the beginning and it was at the... I was hosting and it was like the beginning of the show. And that's, you know, the probably toughest bit as a host. You're kind of trying to get people in the mood. And after 10 minutes, it's like they're in the mood. It was a spotlight. And um, at some stage, which is relevant, the spotlight guy, the spotlight went completely off me and went kind of to the side of the, I love the room. And you're a bit like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. And then it just kind of came back to me. I think I made a joke about it and then kind of moved on. But in my head, I was a bit like, oh, okay, this... Um, you're going to be on the ball now. This theatre is a bit... You know, maybe yeah. there's something that's not being handled perfectly. But, um, and then I think um, Kirsty Webeck was first up. And um, so she's standing in the wings. And I'm like, are we, are we ready to get the night kick off? Everyone's like, yeah, all right, fantastic. Put the, um, uh, the microphone in the stand. And in doing so, I didn't realise that I turned the microphone off. Awesome. And a, classic, then, a classic scenario in the world of stand-up comedy. Totally. And then went, are we ready? And then clear, like, clearly that bit where I said, and welcome to the stage, Kirsty Webeck. Clearly when I said that, it wasn't as amplified as it was earlier. I had I'd heard that. But I thought because it was a bit of a shitty theatre with, with the lights yeah, yeah, or something, yeah. I thought they'd just dipped the um, the mic levels down when I'm introducing, which sometimes they do between the acts for some yeah. reason to feel important. Um but I was like, oh, it'll probably be up when yeah, Kirsty yeah, starts. Yeah, course, so, like, yeah. whatever. And then, so, yeah, welcome to Kirsty Webeck. And then she walks on stage and I shake hands with her as she's coming on. And as she's walking past me, she's like, is the microphone off? <laughs> and yeah. I went, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then she gets that's it and good. it's off and has to turn it back on. And, and she has, like, like, struggles in the first 10 seconds and then it's kind of a weird vibe. And then, like, she gets it back and it's fine. But, like... That first minute was real stressful for her. She comes off, it's like, what the fuck was oh, that? That's like, I'm just good. so calm. I'm just taking it. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you're going to have a bad time over <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's something I've done to you. I turned it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're yeah, have to yeah, yeah. Try your best. I just thought it would be fine because it'll be, Yeah, sure. You know, I've course. actually got an intro story about Sam Taunton. I'd mm. love to hear that. Um, yeah, for sure. I used to run... Oh man, we get are we getting too inside right now? No, people understand introductions. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, I used to I used yeah. to run a open mic mm. called Sweeney's Comedy, a yes. famously bad open mic. Do you know what I'm about to refer to, Sam? I have no idea. Okay, but I, cool. I've, I've probably only done it three times in my life, four times in my life. Yeah, yeah. So you probably <laughs> were already backing away from it. Yeah. Like, so you I know think what like, I'm saying I should remember what. Yeah. Of these well, no, do. I think Sam would like drop in after other gigs around that area. Mm. Um, but they, it sometimes used to go off and uh, yeah. Sydney comedy fixture, you guys might have referred to him before on the pod, Kyle Legacy. I was the host. Never spoken about Kyle Legacy. Oh, God. <laughs> well, I you're going to need to release some supplementary slides for <laughs> Kyle Legacy. Did you watch that video of him just getting, he went live on Facebook 
or Instagram playing this guy in one-on-one basketball just getting destroyed. <laughs> so I can't play against my boss. Someone was, go live and play one-on-one one against my boss. And he's just getting dunked on over and over again. Someone was telling me Kyle Legacy last night was at a gig and uh, just like everyone's there like doing like the elbow taps being like, how are you? And Kyle like hasn't seen like a bunch of people and just coming and like hugging them and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And they're just like, what are you fucking doing, man? Don't t-? And then like eventually one of the acts like gets out hand sanitizer and like squeezes it on his hands. And the and guy goes, like, what's that? Yeah, yeah Kyle that? literally goes, what's that? <laughs> So it's Kyle, September in 2020, and he yeah, doesn't yeah. know what hand sanitizer. He would be the guy to, what world has he been to living die in? from COVID. Like no, I think he's been there. alive for 400 years. Yeah, like, he's not gonna. He's die. never died. He's the funniest. <laughs> like people need to take his blood to cure COVID. Probably. Yeah, but yeah, he's yeah. even if they don't cure COVID, they'll find out something else. Yeah. <laughs> There's something yeah. else crazy happening. Find in the, for, the formula to success, the formula to successful comedies in this DNA. But Kyle was hosting the show, and famously, Kyle, like when he hosts, he does a lot of crowd work. He likes to throw people under the bus. Mm. And uh, so I think Sam had come for another gig. And you know Sam, uh, absolute professional. Well, kind of I'm wearing the Professional, guys. Yeah, absolute professional. Material not that courageous. But... <laughs> <laughs> but so Sam's like come here for maybe like the third or fourth time because I think it was like pretty soon from when you'd moved down from Melbourne oh, okay, so like yeah. I barely knew right. him at that point either mm. I'm sure we knew each other yeah yeah, yeah we knew it crazy. like we'd had conversations and stuff but um we weren't as tight days. as we are we today we weren't the, the, the friendship yeah powerhouse we are now yeah we weren't making slides together <laughs> you know and so Kyle, Sam's like waiting in the wings Kyle's fucking it's late in the second half as well so usually at this open mic like it would start hot and throughout the night it would go to 10.30 and by the end you'd probably have like five people Everyone's who were just too drunk to get off their seats <laughs> and uh, so you're saying the only people there are not there through their own will well they're, they're just... enjoying it but I just don't think their legs are willing them to get off it's like late. the weirdest level of a pub that it's like a weird nothing room yeah. on the way to a pretty okay rooftop yeah the rooftop mm. is great Expensive drinks, nice cocktails, third floor, weird fucking so weird. Like, couch party yeah. thing. Bottom, the second floor, odd deli, Thai like bistro, Thai <laughs> restaurant, but also does burgers and schnitties. Bottom floor, pub that smells like cum. It's like, it's like there's a TAB and like two beers on tap yeah, in that yeah. bottom level. It's the weirdest building. So there's just a lot of people going up to get cocktails through the comedy going, that, oh, no. Oh, man. They're going to have more well, fun on the roof They now. have to, like, walk through <laughs> yeah, the comedy yeah, yeah. almost. That was how we used to get, like, all of our people. Just go up onto the rooftop being like, I know you're watching the sunset, but have you considered coming down <laughs> and, watching, seeing, <laughs> and watching oh, a real set? <laughs> you know? And so we're... <laughs> So uh, d- sorry, d- don't forget about forget about the sunset, and now look at someone's sunset. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Sam's waiting in the wings, and Kyle's like doing his thing, like crowd work, and people asking them what they're doing, even though he's probably already asked them that. And then at some point, he goes, "This next act, he's actually a child molester. It's Sam Taunton." And Sam yeah. <laughs> goes on stage and is so thrown by it. The first two minutes, he's trying to do jokes, but he keeps interrupting, being like. I, I think you should know I don't actually have sex oh, yeah. with children. <laughs> and it's like five uninterested people and a bunch of comics laughing at him from the back. Well, and Kyle thinks it's the funniest thing in the world. And Sam is trying to be an absolute pro and like try out some of and try some of his more courageous material. Well, you probably just wanted to try out a joke and you're like, oh, I wonder if this joke about letterboxes works. You know? Totally, and, yeah. Because you know, I did it this way at the last gig and maybe I'll do it a bit different here and then I'll compare the two. And then someone's like, child molester. And you're like, well, now there's... 
the the comparison in a scientific thing with like I have a control and I compare different um, th- is completely thrown off by the fact that in this current experiment, yeah. everyone in the room thinks I'm a child. Changes the data yeah. in a crazy you way. You can throw people under the bus in ways that are funny, and someone will come up and grab the mic and be like, "Oh, thanks for that." Blah blah blah. <laughs> I'm not actually that, but like child molester is such a serious crime that like if like you just ignore it, that like. Okay, or maybe he is. Well, totally. the thing is like, I like the idea though that someone runs a gig and they're like, we've found out this guy is a, a, a child molester. Should we not book him? No. Late you second half. still book him. Late second half yeah. in the worst spot. But I feel like we have a responsibility to the public to kind of like note it. So it's like that's where <laughs> yeah. they stand. It's like we're still going to uh, have this guy here, but we're just going to introduce him. Well, that should be sentencing, sentencing for actual child molesters. So like obviously you're going to do some time behind bars, but then when you come back, you're going to make you do time. stand-up yeah. comedy. You're going to do some more time. tell the audience you're a pedophile. <laughs> and just see, like public shaming. Yeah. Um, it's not a bad idea. It's pretty good, yeah. I, I do. That's exactly the situation. Do you remember this now? I remember going to do, I think I'd done a, another gig and I was like, I'll just quickly do another spot and try to, mm. but I remember it took a while. I was there for like maybe yeah, half an hour waiting to get on. And then I was like, which it's fine, totally fine. But then to get, <laughs> but it's like, there's no one there and it's so late. And then mm. you only do four or five minutes and then it's as three, it's like, I think it was. It's four. Okay. It's four. We, we upgraded the minutes. Oh, nice. To make it worth it. Dude, nice. And then as, it was as three, I'm starting, it's, it's the child molester tax. <laughs> It's only for child molesters. He gets four because the first minute's probably going to be said. <laughs> yeah, he's going to have to explain he's some, he's gonna have to explain some stuff charges. away. Exactly. But anyway, so yeah, I, I remember, you know, just as it's the Most people on. get the light, he gets two lights. Blue, red, blue, <laughs> red, blue, red. <laughs> i got to run. Um, I hate, yeah, so I was like, this was pointless because I just, mm. now the set's done. I can't even try this joke because I just mm. have to dig myself out of this. And then unfortunately hole. now you have a new bit where you're like... Yeah, justify that you're not a child molester, which and doesn't this, work when you're not no, introduced that no, way. Yeah. This is At the this... store, you're not being like, by the way, I'm not a child molester. <laughs> Kirsty Webeck didn't say it, but I just need you to know. But this is where the story kind of goes because Legacy obviously found that he had quite a bit of success. He probably enjoyed watching me die. Yes. After mm. So then I probably like two or three more times after that, he's introduced mm. me as a child molester. <laughs> but guess what, Legacy? Someone's got a bit of gear on there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's the exact situation where you're all the hosts are saying... I'm ready to roll, you know. But then that makes you look more like a child molester because it's like if you're someone in the audience at just like this bar gig and you're like, okay, you're watching this kind of silly English guy have a chat and then you see that he is um, going to be is being silly about this next act. Clearly they've got a bit of a relationship. He's being a bit more cheeky. He's like bringing them on as a child molester and you're like, oh, that's you know obviously a bit of a joke. Mm. They're just kind of mates or whatever. But then the person comes in you're expecting them to kind of like qualify and be a bit nervous. Oh no, I'm not a child molester. But then they're just dealing with it very well. It's like almost like this has happened yeah. before. Yeah. Yeah. You start thinking this person's a fucking child, fucking child molester. This sure. <laughs> person has spent a life you managing know, the, these the, kinds the of situations. The time he did it, I um I didn't. I, I found the best way to deal with it was mm. just not acknowledge it. Sure. I just walk in. I'm like, hey, it's nice to be, and I just do a joke that's mm. not about child molestering, dude. I was, and it like goes away. Like this is what child molesters need to know. It's like never refer to the fact that you're a child molester. Yeah. I was listening to a podcast recently about political messaging, and that's something that I think Trump didn't do right this week because I think he was. Um, there were accusations that weren't very uh, public about him having a bunch of strokes in 2017 or something and going to a hospital. Dick and Cheney treated style. For a bunch of strokes. Yeah, kind that of. That guy had like 15 heart attacks. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's <laughs> still going. His heart is a stick of butter. <laughs> well, he got a new heart, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, I think he did. He looks like he has as well. Like, uh, <laughs> He's awesome. Like, I, I mean... I watched, Dick Cheney? I watched that Vice show... 
Sure. The movie, the if movie. You, whenever it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. the movie just, that is meant to paint him as like an evil, an evil warmongering. No, but do you know what I took away from it, which I love, is that history is going to remember George W. Bush as the biggest idiot of all time. Like, mm. there's no messaging or no kind of historical recount of that guy where it's not like he is an absolute buffoon like i don't know man like i don't know now with like trump like people are like even republicans like man remember george bush was kind of just like a mm. chill bro like yeah yeah, like, yeah george bush if anything his reputation is benefiting from like that trump and ellen being canceled like Dude, remember ellen when ellen, ellen, yeah. well remember when the there was a bit of uproar recently before ellen got like super in hot water for all mm. the abusive stuff she was doing to her stuff. But they were like, oh, Ellen's at a fucking ball game sitting next to George oh, that's Bush. Right. Yeah. And totally. now, like, people are like, George Bush is sitting next to Ellen, the most evil woman <laughs> of all time. And, like, so now people are just like, George Bush was just a good old boy, didn't know what he was doing. Like, he, he killed didn't... like a million Iraqis. And yeah, so like, many. Oh my God. But, like, he's never been hitting I think everyone's like, because he's so dumb, mm. that everyone doesn't blame him. They blame Cheney and the yeah, other people, like, all these yeah. other fuckers. Probably like, quite right. Like, yeah, he's sitting there just being like, "Yeah, dude, I fucking love a Budweiser, and like, I like chilling out with my bros, and like, bloke that loves a barbecue who got in a bit too deep." Yeah, you know? it's like, so, even like sometimes my it. bros dare me to do stuff, and it happens, you know. Like everyone makes mistakes. <laughs> he just took the bro energy because he was just the son of a president, and then was like. You know, the Republicans are like, we need someone charismatic. Yeah. Like, and you're pretty famous already. Like, can you do it? And he's like, still acting like he's at uni. Yeah. And like, talking about his bros, but now the bro is Dick Cheney, some yeah. like crazy maniac. Yeah, I think I think history is going to be pretty kind to George Bush. Yeah, like, all things considered. Do you know all the Republicans when he was in office, they didn't refer to him as the president; they referred to him as George's son. <laughs> really? really? Yeah, it was like a nickname going around the White House. Oh my they'd be God. like, if you said what George's son, like they'd be like, if you told George's son, they wouldn't call him POTUS. So I, I mean, mean like, that makes sense though. It would be so insulting. It's just like the, it's kind of like Middle Ages shit, where there's a king and then they die, and then they're like. 13-year-old son. Yeah. Totally, yeah, becomes exactly. in charge and everyone's like, oh, I mean, you know, we don't trust this kid as much. It's like yeah. a bit like that. Kind of, yeah, because it's like, that. you know, he kind of always had the job. It's like he's got the name, It's the party's going to go with him and it's like they can't rock the boat but they're going to be like doing their own thing and supporting him but, you know, undercutting at the same time. Yeah, it's a wild time. He went to war with Iraq, killed all those people, like you said. Now people are like, oh, Ellen's pretty crook to her staff <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, so, exactly. like, she yells a bit, you know. She yells <laughs> at them. She shouldn't yell at them. It's the same thing here. How people it's like, like your dancer can't save you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like George Bush, though, he can be saved. Because I think he's come out, like, against Trump, right, and be like, oh, man, a bit much. Like, <laughs> Actually, yeah, it's crazy. He's, not, he's anti-Trump. But the nostalgia thing is, well, you see it here with the way people like talk about Howard now. It's like that guy was hated. Yeah. Yes, he served for so long, but it's like see, I had no idea because I moved here in 1999. So and I where, and from, was where were you from? Tasmania. <laughs> you didn't know yeah, who the yeah, party was from South Africa, right? Because your family were involved in some pretty serious stuff there. Uh, yeah, you... my dad's name is Robert Mugabe. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Now that guy's got a story. <laughs> totally, yeah. But he's a kind of like a good old boy. His frat bros just yeah, dead yeah, and yeah, yeah. Totally. So, no, I moved here from um, the Netherlands in 1999, and like I grew up in the suburbs in Sydney. So. Howard was serving his fucking, what, 75th year or whatever. Mm, and people yeah. were just like, yeah, he's a good bloke. So mm. I, I had no idea until you moved to, like, a left-leaning area like Newtown and Marrickville, and people were like, he sucks. Oh, you don't like, yeah. You know what's similar? I think you were there when we had this realisation because um, you would have had this experience a year after you moved here in the year 2000, Sydney. 
hosted the Olympics. Mm, I do remember. I was extremely to be in the country. Happy with that. Like I went to the volleyball and one athletics event. Went to a few Paralympic things. I think we got the tickets like two years out. So like. Like in a lottery kind of system. Remember like, Kathy in the suit? Oh, Kathy won. Oh like yeah. a huge thing. Like we came fourth in the whole, like oh. in terms of mental they, tally. They hung um, Nikki Webster with fishing line from oh the roof of Stadium God. Australia. Oh, and they popped her up on that little platform <laughs> before the fishing line. I she was, was 12 with her. So was I. <laughs> yeah. I thought she was beautiful. When same Catherine's thing, yeah, womanizing like I, began. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love Lizzie McGuire at the same time, you know. <laughs> so it was cool to do it. Not <laughs> weird. Absolutely. But it was fantastic. It was just like, great time for Australia it felt like you're in the you know part mm. of like the global game and only recently I feel like we were talking to someone who was a bit older who was referring to the protests apparently yeah. against the Olympic Games being held in Sydney because like it was you know the not proper use of funding or whatever oh fuck and yeah I'm I like, no people idea. were anti the Olympics it's like, so oh that is God. crazy <laughs> I can't believe well, it. I, I remember 12 year old me is like oh after how could you argue with this I remember years after I found out a lot of this protesting about the funds and it could have gone to other mm. things like of course it can now that I think of about course, it of course yeah. also they cleared all the homeless people out of yes. the city BD totally, and fucking created these like other suburbs in Western Sydney with it, like, and it's just created these. Like the city equivalent of guests are coming around, so <laughs> yeah, you've you got to make the living room real nice, like <laughs> out of here. Um, I was thinking the other day about the Sydney Olympics because remember, like, uh, apparently everyone was fucking like crazy in, in the Olympic and village. Apparently, it happens, and it's like mm. we're about at the time now where these superhuman athletes should mm. be that would be conceived at the Sydney Olympics would be hopefully popping up on the world stage, breaking records. Well, it's kind of already happening with like inter, well, like intra, sorry, sports. Like I'm an NBA fan. A lot of the NBA players now, their fathers played in like the the 90s. There's like a good, I don't know what the percentage is, but a good proportion of them. How's that buzzer beat the other day? Oh, that, yeah. That was unbelievable. <laughs> I love someone who's just across, like, the big moments. Yeah, I see yeah, enough yeah, to yeah, someone yeah. else's sport, and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah how's Air that? Jordan, like, huh? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's what your Jordan one. like. That pass, though, across, it was crazy. There was, oh, like, it was four seconds. Oh, awesome. one second. I was angry because I watched the game before that, and it... And there was a buzzer beater attempt, but it didn't work. And then I checked out and didn't watch that game. Oh, and then that no. one it ends like crazy. And so you feel a bit angry at the game. But yeah, no, it was yeah, pretty... You picked the wrong game. So you're saying that like but people... Point is, yeah, through breeding, like people... And like, so it's partly uh, genetic, obviously. If you're very good at basketball, and basketball's a good example because like if you're just very tall mm. and athletic, like mm. that you're a lot of the way there to being a professional basketball player. Particularly if you're... If this is like a man who played and then like he... Gets with yep. like another basketball player, but then also you just brought up around basketball and you're rich. You probably have a fucking like court in your house or whatever. Mm. And then like their kids are going to be even better at basketball. Oh like, yeah, I reckon in like 50 years, most sports will just everyone. It'll be just they're That's the awesome. soccer race, and then there's the volleyball well, race. Yeah, just probably people to play these. Sports. I follow LeBron's son on Instagram. Well, he's yeah, gonna so be, he's going to awesome. be. A, is, a he gonna be a yeah. is he going to be a star? Is he going to be a basketball yeah, man, star? He's killing it. Yeah. People say LeBron is going to stay in the league long enough to be able to play with his son on a team. Because LeBron had him real young, right? Like twenty three yeah. or something. Yeah, three years around there, totally. But like, I, so I think he's like he fifteen now. 14? I think he's sixteen, isn't he? Sixteen. He really? can dunk, man. No fourteen year olds can dunk, can they? Yeah, they can. Can they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah fourteen yeah, yeah, yeah. and dunk, sure, yeah, 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 yeah. I wish I, I wish I could dunk now. I, mean, like, I, I can't even. Dunked him a lot. I can't. Like, if you see me shoot a basketball, 
You won't because it's going under the hoop no matter what happens. I think I've got the technique down. It's rolling um, it, whatever. That is a guy who doesn't rate his basketball ability. If you I see me shoot a basketball, which I won't, it <laughs> won't even reach the rim. That's very far yeah. away from dunking. You want to go yeah. shoot some hoops? There's a great court near me. I don't. I, I'd play soccer <laughs> no, with a, someone. I'd love court, to man. start playing court. soccer, but like fucking years of smoking cigarettes, like. Mm. You but find you're off that, the data, yeah, kind of, but like, oh no, like what happened? Oh no, like level. occasionally I have little relapse now and then, but what, like it's smoke nothing a few serious. Packs in a night <laughs> yeah, or a few packs in a night. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You know, like I always find with like sports when you're, I guess, a grown up that like every so often someone will be like, "Do you want to play indoor soccer?" It'll be like so much fun. It's just like the mm. boys will go out to the pub, and you're always like, "This sounds like fun," and you tell them like, "By the way, I'm an overweight guy. I've struggled with. This. I'm not fit. I've been smoking." Diaries for twenty years, and like yep. no, the person it, who's asked you like uh, anonymous. Yeah, who's asked? <laughs> oh no, like various people sure. in the, like the last five years have mm. asked me like to fill in and stuff because they're like, I know you love playing soccer, and I know you love yeah. soccer, and so I'm like, just letting you know, like you know, I'm not very physically fit, and I smoke cigarettes, so like mm. I get real tired. I'm not. The, I've got a bit of a touch still, but like I'm not going to sure. be relied on the run. And Are you going to be like emotionally supportive to all the other players? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And ever, but that's the thing. Everyone's always saying, you know, oh, it's just a bit of fun, and then we go out to the pub. It's just you know, lads, mm. banter. You know, everyone's out, and then you get there. And you like take a touch and you get puffed up, and people just yell at you. They're like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And you're just like, "I I told you all this before. I just wanted to have fun." But in reality, you told one guy, and then he didn't realize. Like you feel like you've warned the whole team, but the other people are like, "I was never warned." You need to send it to every. I think I've had that exact same. I asked. I got asked to fill in for a Melbourne. Like uh, a Melbourne comedian, like uh, indoor soccer team. Yeah, mm. and I told them that I got asked. I said I, I don't have the shoes, and I'm not that good at soccer. Like I'm mm. fit enough. Like I can run around, but it's not going to be like. I'm not, and he's like, "Don't worry, everyone's real chill." I get there, fall over, <laughs> then like two yeah. minutes. And Carl Chandler, this Melbourne comedian, just looks at me. I'm on the ground. I've fallen over, and goes, "He goes, you are a dumb cunt." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I warned you all. I might not playing social sport. They make such a point of how chill it is, and then you just get yelled at the entire time. Can I say, I think it might be an age thing, because I was just legitimately uh, walking around a park and sat on a bench and was watching uh, a social soccer game. Well, two. I watched the second half of one and then the first half of another one over like the course of like an, an hour and a half. Today, just then, just this afternoon. That's wow. what I've been doing, sitting in the park. Lovely. Are day you alone with people? I was with my girlfriend for a bit, and then she got bored of it and went. And I sat. <laughs> and you sat. So you, she's like, I've got to go, and you're like, yeah, yeah, I've yeah. got something going on here. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm are you sure this. this isn't the original aphrodisiac? <laughs> <laughs> she's like, Tom, just to confirm, you're gonna stay. <laughs> she had stuff me. to do. She's, she's calling the love on the spectrum. Producers feel like I've got the guy for season. She's like, I don't want to be involved. Yeah, he's like, he's gonna have a lot of time. She's been dating you for two years, just warming up for the show. (laughs) She does work for Netflix. That is weird. (laughs)